Travels with Charlie is paid for by Jolly Convenience Stores, Mill Travel American Express, and Casella Waste. The views and opinions expressed in Travels with Charlie do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to WDEV at RadioVermont.com. Well, it's all about all the folks you meet. Sitting in a diner or out in the street. Catch up with the news. Get your point of view. I want to hear what unravels. I'll see you in my travel. And good afternoon. Happy Valentine's Day. I should uh, be the, the first to say that here on Travels with Charlie. Welcome to the program. Charlie Papillo, your host, and my executive producer, also joining me in studio today, Brad Furlan. Brad, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me here today. Hey, Charlie. Thank you. Well, I should say, as you do every <laughs> every other Monday, you join me. You don't always come into the studio, but uh, certainly ask you to come in because there is something that I do want to talk with you about, something that uh, you are working on right now. Uh, but before we do that, uh, if anybody wants to just, you know, shout out or join us at any point during the program today, don't hesitate to call in 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. Not talking politics. And I always found that, man, this was, you know, the Monday after Super Bowl, the hottest topic was always not about the game, but about halftime show and commercials. And uh, I don't know about you, Brad, but for me, uh, and I'm not a sports guy. I mean, I can't even tell you, you know, it was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game. They're all great games. But uh, I wasn't that blown away by the commercials this year. There are a couple of good ones in there. I think they were the Lay's potato chip commercials and stuff. And, you know, maybe Corm can jump in on this because I know he's a big sports guy. But um, the, the and the halftime show, I mean, you know, Corm and I, our background certainly goes uh, to music, uh, you know, playing music on radio for many, many years. Uh, and and. I don't know how I don't know how I would describe the halftime show. I mean, some people that I know that are involved in music, they go, great production elements, and it was a wonderful show, and this and that. And I can't argue with them. They know more about music than I do, but it just, I don't know, Corm, it wasn't my cup of tea. How about you? You know, I think it had to do with how old you were. Oh, exactly. Anybody below 50 probably loved it. Everybody above 50 probably didn't. As a friend of mine said, who's above 50, yeah. hey, can I get a copy of that halftime show so I can light a match to it? <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. It, it is. It's. It's an age thing. Certainly an age thing. You know, I, I. I played some of that music when I was doing mobile DJ stuff. But you know, nonetheless. Uh, uh, well, you know, to each their own. And I, as I was explaining to you, Brad, uh, before we went on the air, you know, if you had Lawrence Welk in his orchestra, and now we're really dating ourselves out there. But some, some people look. They know who Lawrence Welk is, but and maybe you're offended because. Uh, you know, I couldn't watch Lawrence Welk in the halftime show, but you can't deny they're all talented musicians and certainly talented individuals yesterday at that halftime show. But I guess just not our cup of tea. Brad, you, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no, I recorded the uh, halftime and saw the second half. The only disappointment I had was the officiating towards the end. They sort of jumped in when they hadn't been um, involved at all, and it, I think it changed the outcome of the game. But 
Well, we'll uh, see what our listeners think about that uh, today. If they want to join us at any point, as I mentioned, 244-1777-1877-291-8255. Do have a full program lined up for you today with, with a number of guests, and I'm going to tell you about that in just a moment. But first, Brad, I'd like you to talk a little bit about uh, this uh, opioid uh, summit that you've put together, which is going to be happening this Thursday in in Montpelier, tell us about that if you would, please. Yeah. So, um, as you know, we uh, did travels with Charlie series, the video series with Teen Challenge and with uh, Jenna's Promise, um, two recovery centers in Johnson that are just amazing. Yeah. And I had met with uh, both groups and um, for lunch, and we decided that we would put together an opiate summit, and it's finally come to fruition this Thursday at Capitol Plaza. And really the premise is it's not just recovery folks who are talking to each other. That's sort of like preaching to the choir. Right. We're bringing in a lot of um, different entities, and this is going to be like a four-part series. So this is our base group. The Vermont Health Department is um, presenting. That's Amanda Jones, and she is a statistician who really is going to show how opiate death in Vermont has spiraled up. It's 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 serious, serious. and. We want to, you know, this is involving police and judges and um, prosecutors and ER and everybody. The whole series will be bringing them in so that each puzzle piece can see a little bit more about what the other people experience. Now, this is an invite uh, only um, program, correct? Yeah. Will some members of the legislature be there? They will be there. They are in. Invited. Um, we're inviting them as, as we speak, and um, we will have some guests as well. Um, we have a limited space, but if somebody is directly involved and hadn't heard about it, they could get in touch, and uh, we could get them to the luncheon probably. Well, that's great. And, of course, we'll have uh, more on that with some of the individuals that you've invited to participate at this summit, we'll have them on some future programs here on Travels with Charlie and WDEV. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, if uh, we did interview uh, Brett Stanchu, who uh, wrote Unstitched, a, yep. a really brilliant book about um, recovery, and um, so uh, and Christina Nolan was on. So it's been an ongoing topic that's very important. Absolutely. And by the way, as as Brad mentioned, uh, you know, any of these episodes that we've done, whether they be video episodes or the radio episodes here on WDEV, they are available on the podcast on the WDEVradio.com website. Just go to that website and you can find those. Uh, I also want to quickly uh, mention before I announce our guest lineup for today, if you have any show ideas or any comments about uh, some of the things that that are said here on uh, Travels with Charlie, you can always email me, and it's very simple, cpapilloradio.com. Of course, it's simple if that's your last name and you've spelt it your entire life, but people always get it wrong. So it's C, as in Charlie, Papillo, P-A-P-I-L-L-O, radio.com. If I have to spell radio, maybe I don't want to hear from you. I don't know. Radio.com. <laughs> All right. Today's lineup on Travels with Charlie. We've got a great program lined up for you today. Brad Furlan, my executive producer, joining me in studio today. The new owners of the Elmore store are going to be joining us. This is exciting, Brad, because as you know, in Travels with Charlie, the video series, I think maybe you're one of your favorite episodes. And I don't know if it was because 
I had to put a plastic bag on and swim in Lake Elmore, come out of the lake and go into the store. You can see this video. It's on the WDEVradio.com website. That's episode number 10. We were dealing with the plastic bag ban. This happened back in 2019. Yeah, it was a great episode. You were totally underwater. You came out <laughs> dripping in Elmore slime a little bit. <laughs> Walk into the store. The late Warren Miller greeted yeah. you at the uh, at the register. A wonderful man. That and guy's a natural. Yeah. He was a natural. Yeah. He just looked at me and said, "Haven't you heard? There's a plastic bag ban." Yeah. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. <laughs> so we'll be talking with the new owners, uh, and as you're finding everywhere in retail, you know, Kate Gluckman and uh, Mike Stanley are the new owners, uh, and only one of them can come to the phone because they're busy. They can't uh, take time away from their duties there, and that's also come up in the news with the post office at, uh, at uh, the Elmore store. So we'll get the latest on that and talk with them about the challenges of running a general store that has been in existence since the early 1800s. And uh, my first guest this, uh, this afternoon will be uh, Val Pallotta of Josh's House in Colchester, a place for veterans. And uh, Val and I have been friends for years, and uh, since I've known her, this has been a dream of hers to to open Josh's House. Well, it did open just last year, and we're going to find out the latest from Val Pallotta when she joins us next right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. Whether you're traveling for a vacation, planning a business trip, or have a global company looking for a strong Vermont-based company to align with for business and meeting management, Milne Travel is a trusted local partner, and they've been one since 1975. Milne Travel is one of the top travel companies based in New England. Featuring educational tours, vacation travel, or corporate solutions, let their travel specialists search the lowest airfares exclusive to the travel industry for you. Guaranteed. We're all getting ready to travel again. Save time and money on your next trip. Go to www.milnetravel.com. song you did not hear during the Super Bowl halftime show yesterday, The Great Chicago. And if you're really old, you'll know that before they were known as Chicago, they were known, Corm shaking his head, Chicago Transit Authority. And they later shortened it to Chicago. Welcome back. You know, you get a little bit of music trivia here along with uh, interesting uh, tidbits about everything going on. And that's what it is. You know, it's Travels with Charlie, traveling all over the place and bringing in folks that... uh, uh, have got uh, lots going on here in the state of Vermont. And my first guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, Valerie Pallotta. It's been a long journey for you, Val. Oh, my gosh. It good, sure has. Good <laughs> afternoon to you. Welcome back, man. It's, it's, Thank you. It's about time you have me on your show. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, going back to the old days when, when you and I did, did this, we used to always – Compare, um, you know, new tattoos. I think, I think you're, you're way up on me. I've yet to get a, a complete <laughs> sleeve here, but, uh, you've been my inspiration to, to, have you gotten any new ones since I last seen you? You know, I haven't. I think you've seen all of them. I did get, um, a couple of new ones, but I, I'm trying to remember if you saw them or not, but working on pretty much both arms being full sleeves. So, yeah, well, it, not it, quite there yet, but it's, it's beautiful work. Uh, and, and, and Val, for, for our listeners that aren't familiar with, with the name Josh, Josh Pallotta, Josh's house, could you please just give a, a quick backstory to how this all came about, this house for veterans? 
Sure. So um, Josh uh, joined the National Guard in 2009, and um, he pretty much joined because he knew that they were deploying to Afghanistan. So he joined the Guard and um, deployed right after basic training to Afghanistan, and while they were deployed, two of their soldiers, soldiers excuse me, were killed in action, um, Tristan Southworth from Hardwick, Vermont, and Stephen Deluzio from Connecticut. So Josh had turned 21 when he was over there, um, and as you can imagine, this hit him pretty hard, as well as his other um, soldiers in his unit, the whole community, state of Vermont. Um, so he he did okay when they returned home, but then um, he just really started struggling with um, all sorts of issues. Um, he couldn't sleep at night, so he would sleep all day, which in turn, he ended up losing his job. He was working at TSA and called out, I think, 53 times from work before he left there um, and then was doing... Um, it kind of just went, kept going downhill, um, struggling with PTSD and had a traumatic brain injury, um, a lot of physical injuries from deployment, um, gained a lot of weight, um, and he just really, really lost his purpose. Um, and then he kind of came out of it. He found a job that he really liked at Guild Fine Meats on City Hall Park um, on that street. And then they ended up closing that space. So he just got overwhelmed. And sadly, on September 23rd, 2014, he ended his life. Mm. And, and you know, as long as I've known you, Val, I mean, you've, you were, you've able to turn this around. Uh, you know, it's just amazing. Anybody that loses somebody that, uh, their son, uh, and able to keep their composure, did did you have this idea for a a space you know called Josh's house uh, you know for veterans? When did that all come about? Well, I actually believe it or not came up with the idea even before he joined the military. I was an aromatherapist and I really was drawn to supporting um, our veterans. Um, you know, very patriotic background, and Josh was one of the most patriotic people I ever I've ever known in my life. Um, but I had this idea for a, they call them warrior transition units on bases throughout the country. And I thought, you know, Vermont doesn't have anything like that. So I had started to put together a committee um, back even before we started Blue Star Mothers. I started this committee, and it was just to try and combine some alternative and complementary therapies with traditional medicine Um and that never really came to fruition. It was a lot of work. Um, and then after we lost Josh, you know, when he was struggling, I thought, well, he really needs a place like this. And then sadly, we weren't able to do it in time. Um, and then we got together with, formed a committee with a couple of the soldiers who were deployed with him. And once we figured out what we wanted the facility to look like, we said, you know, what should we call it? And one of them, one of the vets said, oh, I want to call it Josh's place because I, you know, Josh's house. When when people ask me where I'm going, I want to tell them I'm going over to Josh's house. So it's just really um, morphed into something bigger than I could have ever imagined. And that that really was a long journey because, as I recall, you know, I remember 
you know, having you on my other program and talking about fundraising efforts and, and looking for a location, looking for the house. And I know that you always wanted to make sure that you had enough money in the bank before you decided on the location and were able to work on that. And lo and behold, uh, you know, March 1st, you have your one-year anniversary coming up for Josh's place, which is uh, located in the fort in uh, in Colchester, correct? That's correct. Josh's house. A lot of people call it Josh's place. It's really funny, but you know, you say Josh's house or Josh's place, and I think everybody knows what that is now, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm. It's all still so surreal to me that we've actually done this, and um, you know, now that this is up and running, I'm I'm ready to start looking for location number two. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Hold my on. goal is. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, know you know me, Charlie. I can't stop. I, I know, yet. but <laughs> and you know what, Val? I mean, that really just calls uh, attention to the need for this. And I know when we talked about this before, we've talked about this number. Uh, is it twenty-two? Is that the number? Uh, it goes back and forth. They're saying it's down to like eighteen. Um, and even that's veteran too high. suicides a day, but that's yeah, that's one too, one too many is, yeah. is too many. Yeah. One is too many. Yeah, that's a number um, of suicides each day that are done that are committed uh, by veterans. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean the number seems to be twenty two. It fluctuates between fluctuates between eighteen and twenty two, but I feel like that's not even the total reported numbers. Um, so it's hard to put a number on it. I know that twenty two was the one that <clears throat> really gained um, right. some movement um and got people talking more i think so val tell us about the house this is um well i mean there's a lot going on there i know that you're doing you're doing uh you know events uh almost on a monthly basis you you're providing food uh you know you can play pool there Uh, tell us a a little bit about it yeah so it's it's really neat because when you walk in the doors you just kind of feel like you're coming home um we have a a full-size kitchen, and like you said, we offer meals. We have meals every day there, um, and if we don't have something that a veteran or service member wants that day, we have a fully stocked kitchen and pantry, and it's really their space, so they can just go in and make some eggs and a cup of coffee or whatever they want. Um, we've been very fortunate with the community stepping up and just providing meals for us. We're a little short um, this month. Um, we have a meal train that's on our website, but um, we have some something every day. If we don't have it donated by volunteers, then Andrea um, will make something. Um, and then there's a lounge right next to that with a TV and a gaming system and a piano and a ping pong table and a pool table and a gym that we are currently um Having renovated to create a larger space, we're going to have a 1,000-square-foot space gym. Um, hopefully, by the end of March, I think that will be completed. Um, and then we have a computer room, computer lab area, which, interestingly, has turned into be more of a meeting space. We have a, a few guard units that come in and have their meetings there. They're recruiting and retention. Um, office employees come in there. Um, we have... Um, you know, we, we have a contract with Knowledge Wave, and that has provided us with free computer classes for veterans so if, and service members. So if anybody needs to learn more about computers, um, they can call Josh's house and get the, the login and password for that. Um, it, it, we have a lot of tr- 
treatments that we're doing free. Everything, there is no charge for anything at Josh's house for veterans and service members. Mm -hmm. So we have free massages, we have acupuncture, we have Reiki, we have um, our, one of our biggest hits right now is Project Healing Waters, which is the fly tying. So we have um, veterans who come to that every Tuesday morning, and then they have lunch, and then we have Vets of Rock at 2.30 on Tuesdays, which is just, you know, a bunch of people sitting around playing guitar or the piano. So an impromptu um, jam session happening at exactly, uh, place. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and that somebody must, needs... Yeah, that must get interesting each time. You know, it's different musicians showing up and uh, bringing along their instrument, and who knows what's going to happen, right? Exactly, exactly, Yeah. Um, we've got an acupuncturist, one of our veterans who goes there quite a bit, um, does auricular acupuncture, which is just in the ear. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even started a ladies night. We have a ladies night, which is just ladies, um, the last Thursday of every month. That's been really fun. They've been doing a lot of things. Last time they made candles. Um, so they just, they're so, they're so open to doing things there. We're talking with Val Pilata this afternoon on Travels with Charlie. Val is the founder of Josh's House. It is a house for veterans in Colchester in the fort. If you have a question for Val, you can uh, join us here on Travels with Charlie at 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. I would imagine, Val, that, uh, you know, volunteers are always uh, in need. And if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So our plan is to be open. We're open seven days a week right now, and we're open most days until 11 p.m. We open at 9, um, but we want to be open 24-7. So we're looking for volunteers that might want to help out doing that. They can call Andrea at 802-495-5915 or just go to the website, Josh's House. Um, I'm sorry, joshpalatafund.org. And they can also donate there if they'd like as well, correct? JoshPalataFund.org, that's the website. Check it out. Val, how has COVID impacted uh, the services of Josh's house? Well, at first it was, um, when we first opened, it was a little tricky. So we, you know, we, we did the contact tracing and um, masks were required. And we've kind of loosened up on the masks now because everybody's pretty much vaccinated. Um, but we're asking if you haven't been vaccinated to please wear a mask. Um, but we don't want that to deter anybody because we don't want anybody to feel like they can't come. Um, but we would just like people to be, to be respectful now, of others. Uh, Vala, if you could just explain the uh, relationship with 14 Star Brewery. And if anybody <laughs> is uh, aware of 14 Star Brewery out of St. Albans, military uh, founders, uh, uh, you know, very supportive of the military and certainly supportive of Josh. I mean, they 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 roll out a different can almost every year with, uh, you know, his face on it, uh, you know, the 11 yeah. Bravo. Uh, and I know you've got one coming up again this year in June, and you guys have gotten, you've kind of outgrown the space at 14th Star. You're, you're taking it to uh, St. Albans Bay Park. Exactly. We have. So Steve Gagne and Matt Cahaya. Steve is, they're the founders of 14th Star, and they're both members of the Vermont National Guard. And Steve actually, Josh was in his unit. Um, so, we ended up um, reaching out to 14th Star to kind of come up with a fundraiser and met Andrea, and who is Steve's sister. And we just decided that let's do a commemorative beer label every year. Yeah. 
So we used to do it in April around Josh's birthday, but we had so many people coming out that we just, the, the brewery and the room next door were just completely full. So we thought, you know, with COVID, this was last year, we thought, well, let's do it outside and see if we can get, you know, a little bit more room and it won't be as, as um, risky. So this last year we did it at St. Albans Bay and it was amazing. Our, you know, we had live musicians again and we're planning to do that again this year. Um, it just, it, it, we felt like we really needed something to get together um, and celebrate. And that's where we're at now. We, we did a new can design last year, which was less about Josh and more about the guys and girls, men and women who were with him and who came home. Um, so it was about coming home. Um, and it's, it's one of our biggest fundraisers. Um, the other great thing about 14 Star is we now have Andrea working for us, which is awesome. Right. So, yeah. So when, <laughs> when COVID hit, she, um, she was on furlough and, well, I remember, out of her mind. <laughs> you know, Val, I remember when you would come in and visit me on, uh, on my previous program and, and Andrea at the time was with 14th Star. Uh, it was always great because she would bring in some, uh, some maple stout. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, Ernie, I'd have to convince Ernie, you know, we, we can't open that until we get off the air. <laughs> you know, we could probably arrange to still get that, make that happen, Charlie. <laughs> she still is a part owner of that company. <laughs> uh, and you've certainly got a great uh, person uh, in, and she's your executive director now. Am I correct? She is. She's yeah. our executive development director. And I have to tell you that one once we hired her, things literally changed for me. I think I was able to breathe yeah. immediately after. Um, you know, I, I have a, a full-time job, too, that um, is not just for the Josh Pallotta Fund, and, and I really needed some help. Yeah. Um, and she came in, and she has just taken it to a, a level that I could never have taken it to. Well, that's and that's a testament to Andrea, but also to you. I mean, sometimes I don't think people get um, – you know, when when somebody starts uh, an organization, uh, you know, a charity organization such as yourself, a nonprofit, that you're doing it in your part time, and at some point it grows that it is just you can't do it. It's not part time any longer. I mean, let's face it. There's there's a house that uh, that needs to be maintained. There's 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 development that needs to be done. You need to raise money to to continue it to go. So you you have to bring people on. But Val, you have done a tremendous job, a wonderful job. It is so great to speak with you again and to, to find out the latest that's going on with Josh's house. As I mentioned, I, I saw this in its infancy and, and here it is. It's now in its, uh, in its spot. And, you know, I gotta say, you, you know, I, I have a, uh, a mobile catering business, you know, a wood-fired oven. Uh, oh, yeah, I know about that. <laughs> and and I, I think at some point, uh, Val, we gotta get that out to Josh's house. And feed these veterans. I've seen some of the meals that, that you have uh, prepared, or somebody's preparing them. Tremendous meals. And, and who doesn't like pizza? I would love to come out some afternoon in the summer. Absolutely. And, you know, we have our 5K coming up on April 2nd in honor of Josh's birthday. Maybe you could, uh, you could bring that old, that pizza oven there then. <laughs> well, I, I will check the calendar and, uh, we will do something. I promise you that we will do something. Yeah. As you mentioned, you've got to, the, the 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 journey home 5k that's on April 2nd June 18th the 11 Bravo can release this one's going to be at St Albans Bay Park 
And uh, you've also got a casino night coming up. We're looking way ahead here, but August 19th, casino night at Nellie's Pub in St. Albans. It seems that St. Albans has kind of, I don't know who's embracing who, but uh, been very helpful in Josh's uh, house. Well, that's Andrea. She, you know, she lives in St. Albans. She's from St. Albans. She has a lot of connections up there, and she's really branched us out there quite a bit, um, which is great because we have a lot of veterans in that area. Sure. March 1st, it's your one-year anniversary of opening Josh's house. Uh, anything planned for March 1st? And that's coming up. We do have a birthday party, and we have um, Daryl from Mark Barbecue is bringing Mark Barbecue, which he has done so much for us. He's just amazing. Um, and then Ben and Jerry's is bringing ice cream. Nice. Um, you, you know, Mark's Barbecue, they do a lot for veterans. I know that uh, personally. I've seen that. I've heard about that. And and I've had their barbecue. It's pretty good, too. So. It's pretty good. We were just actually there um, Saturday morning for breakfast at Heart and Soul, his yeah. other restaurant. Oh, yeah. Amazing. If you haven't checked it out, you need to go visit there. Absolutely. Well, Val, we'll, we'll stay in touch. And uh, I promise you, we will see you with the mobile oven at some point uh, in the warmer weather when we can get it out of storage and we don't have to worry about snow on the ground and all of that. And that would be great. I'd love for you to come and see Josh's house, Charlie, because you've been a huge part of this. We we could not have done this without the support of the media, and you've been with us since Blue Star Mothers. So yeah. just I appreciate our friendship and all that you do for the community. Well, and so much that you do and you do for veterans. Again, let me give you the website if you'd like to to help out in any way with a uh, as, as a volunteer, help prepare food, or, or simply make a donation, joshpalatafund.org, joshpalatafund.org. Val, so nice to hear your voice again. You too, Charlie. And stay in touch. We'll, uh, I will. We will see you soon. Thanks so much. All right. Happy thank- Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Valentine's Day to you too. Thank you, Val. <laughs> You're welcome. There you go, Val Palata from Josh's house. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the new owners of the Elmore store, Lake Elmore, Vermont. We will talk with them next right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. The waste and resource management industry is a complex, integrated system that many people and communities take for granted. Trash, recycling, compost, we're all familiar with the terms, but maybe not the truths behind the waste industry. Want to learn more? Beyond the Bin is a podcast by Casella, which shines a light on what really happens to our waste and recycling. If you're interested in environmental sustainability and renewable resources, then check out this podcast. You'll learn about waste and recycling, meet members of the Casella team, and one episode even deals with beekeeping. Check it out online at www.casella.com forward slash beyond the bin. The WDEV studio is sponsored by Sticks and Stuff and Swanton Lumber, Vermont's largest independent home center. Go to sticksandstuff.com for store locations and hours. Oh, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, that's an easy one. Again, a- another act that was not at the Super Bowl. <laughs> show yesterday and probably never will be um uh, you know listen i'm not going to get on uh, any rants here about yesterday's halftime show not my cup of tea 
But nonetheless, welcome back to Travels with Charlie. Before we wrap up this afternoon here, if you well, maybe we'll take a, a you know a quick couple of minutes if you want to talk commercials, you want to talk about the halftime show yesterday at Super Bowl, we can do that. But welcome back to Travels with Charlie, your host Charlie Papillo. Always great to be with you on every other Monday here on on uh, WDEV and. My next guest, just a single guest because very busy. We, we can't get both of them on. Uh, Kate, good afternoon and welcome to Travels with Charlie. Hello, Kate. I know you. Maybe she had to get away and uh, help uh, one of the one of the customers at uh, at the store. We're gonna, okay, we're going to try to get her right back on here. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we we are. Looking forward to, to speaking with the, the new owners of the Elmore store located in Lake Elmore. We actually, as I mentioned, uh, my executive producer, Brad Furlan, in studio with me this afternoon as well. And we shot video number 10 back in 2019 at the Elmore store in Lake, uh, in, in Lake Elmore. Just a, a beautiful store. I mean, it was built in the late 1800s. And Brad, I don't think much has changed since the late 1800s. You know, maybe the addition of the the pizza uh, business in the back, uh, but still, you know, the old post office boxes are in there. And the one thing that always impresses me going into an old store is that wheel of cheese on the counter. Yeah, and some amazing chocolate chip cookies that they sell thousands of. Now, uh, Kate, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Kate Gluckman, the one of the new owners of the Elmore store, and and your partner Mike Stanley. And Mike is in the background somewhere. Is he sorting mail? What's he doing? He can't come to the phone today. <laughs> yeah. He he um, is often in the post office, but actually today he's preparing for our hot lunch special that we do every Tuesday. We're doing pulled pork sandwiches next oh. tomorrow. Oh. Brad, I think we we need to make a trip. I think we should <laughs> back to Lake Elmore tomorrow. So, <laughs> so, so, Kate, let, first let's get to you know the issue of uh, and and this is why I, I it came to my attention again was that the post office there was a chance of the post office closing at the store. Uh, what's the latest on that now? I know our congressional delegation came out and said, "Hold on, you can't do that." Yeah, no, they they were awesome, um, and and really all of the residents of Elmore really stepped up and, and were super vocal by writing emails and letters and calling um, the USPS. And so, yeah, we currently have a new contract, and the con and, and why this was uh, this all happened is because the in the transfer of the store, the contract sort of got flagged. And and so now the Elmore Community Trust has a, a contract with USPS uh, to keep the, the post office as is. So our services will continue uninterrupted. Um, and we're excited to sort of keep keep providing this really important um, resource for the community and certainly a, a real historic part of, of our store. So we're excited and um yeah, we're we're ready to go on to the next thing. Well, that's great. And by the way, uh, listeners, if you have a question this afternoon on Travels with Charlie for Kate Lookman, the one of the new owners of the Elmore store, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. That's a toll-free number. Simply uh, dial those and join us right here on Travels with Charlie. So uh, this store was most recently owned by Warren and Kathy Miller. Now, Warren passed away about... Uh, 
a couple of years ago, I believe, um, just, uh, you know, a mainstay in that area. And they were able to keep that for almost 30 years, I believe. And, and then you and Mike Stanley come along. I got to ask you, Kate, because your, your backgrounds are very different, not retail store owners. I think you at one time made bagels. You had a bagel shop. Is yep. that correct? And yes, that is correct. Yeah. And, and was Mike, Mike's a teacher, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a professor of art. Um, that's what he's been doing for the last fifteen years. He's a sculptor um, by trade, um, and so yeah, we're we're new to the retail game. I did have a, a small bagel company in Mississippi where we were living uh, prior to moving to Vermont uh, called Big River Bagels, and so you know had some experience in the food industry, but not so much in retail. And so we're you know we decided to to take on this new adventure uh, because we really loved the mission that uh, the Elmore Community Trust had and and the idea of the store as really being a community generator and a place where um, connections can happen. And so, you know, yes, we're, we're shopkeepers and we really love that, that title, but we are much more interested in, in seeing how we can help the Elmore community uh, flourish and grow and prosper um, and think of our store really as a hub for local businesses and, and obviously the community and, and all the guests that come through Elmore as well. So we, we look at it pretty holistically, um, but, but also very excited to serve great food. And uh, we are going to bring bagels to Elmore um, in oh, the near future. Oh, I figured that was coming. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Kate, there must be a certain degree of pressure on you to, to not change the store too much, um, but also just to continue on with the traditions that people have seen in the past. You know, you serve about 900 residents, and of course, anybody that travels through there, they they they're looking for that. Uh, I can just imagine. You know, you you change one thing, and there would be an uprise in the town, would there not? Yeah. Of course, and and we are going to change things, and and people know that, and a lot of people are excited about it. But there are some things that are really important, the post office being one, but also some traditions like today, actually Valentine's Day, um, our local one-room school uh, that houses elementary kids from Elmore came over and decorated the post office boxes with Valentine's. So that's a really important tradition. The yeah. ice out uh, competition is a really important tradition. We're not going to change those things. Uh, really, we're just thinking about adding. What else can we bring? What new stuff can, can we um, create that that people will love. Um, so, yeah, change is hard, <laughs> and we're trying to be delicate about it, but we want to celebrate all that Warren and Kathy have created here um, and all the previous owners um, and see what, what special flavor we can add ourselves. And and if you can describe, uh, Kate, we're talking with Kate Gluckman this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, one of the new owners of the Elmore store in Lake Elmore. The feeling that you have inside that store, you know, it is so often described as the hub of the community. The the post mm-hmm. office was so important to that store because you have about 212, uh, I believe, residents that come there and get their mail every day. And, of course, when they mm-hmm. do, it's, you know, they, maybe they're going to get a cup of coffee. They they might get, uh, you know, a donut. Uh, uh, or they may just end up, you know, chatting. It's kind of... It's that spot where you talk about what's going on in the town, correct? Absolutely. I mean, if if you know Elmore, you know that there isn't actually a lot of public space. 
uh, for people to gather. Um, and so the store becomes that. Um, and not just inside, but on the deck and on the lawn, facing the lake and the mountain and, and in the parking lot. Um, and so we want to enhance that feeling of community, of connectedness, um, and, you know, making sure that we have what people need and what people want. So those essentials and then also highlighting all of the really awesome local uh, companies and producers, farmers, makers that we have here in northern Vermont. I mean, Elmore, just in the town of Elmore, we have such amazing products being made and food being grown. And so we really think of ourselves not only as serving, you know, community members and, and customers, but also like being that place where people can come and sell their stuff and be vendors. And so we I, we just love building those commun- those relationships with those vendors. Um, that's been a huge thing we've learned over the last six weeks is, is who, who's in the store right now and who can we get and who are we missing and who can we highlight. Um, so we're, we're really lucky to work with Fire Tower Pizza every single week. Um, Thursday through Saturday, they're slinging hot pies, but every day you come in and, and get a par-baked um, pizza. You know, obviously Elmore Mountain Bread, who is just named the best baker in Vermont. Like, well, how lucky are we? You know, Kate, to, I got to tell you, get you to have those. When, when we shot the video of uh, tra- at, uh, of Travels with Charlie, at, you know, just a couple of years ago, uh, and I remember walking into the store, and as I'd mentioned, uh, you know, before we went on, you know, that wheel of cheese was there, and, you know, the, the chocolates sure. and cookies, just amazing. And then I saw some bread there, and I'm going, wow, look at that bread. You know, you don't see that when you go into the, you know, the big grocery store. You just don't see that. And I think it was Warren that told me, uh, if you want a loaf of that, you better, I'll put it aside for you because we were shooting the video that day because he said in an hour or so, it's going to, it's all, it'll all be gone. And he was right. That's right. He was right. And, and <laughs> he probably could have sold my loaf three or four more times. It was behind the counter and the bread was absolutely delicious. So these are just some of the things that you can only find at uh, the Elmore store in Lake Elmore. But I, I understand you've in donuts are, are near and dear to my heart. Did you bring a new donut vendor in? Yeah, just oh, yesterday. Oh, we, baby. Yeah, we, you we know, had a, a Brad, pop-up. Brad and I are going to have to head up there not only for the pulled pork, but I think for the donuts. Tell me about the donuts, yeah. Kate. Okay, this is a company that, that you, you need to know. We have great donuts here. We get donuts from Deb's um, Bakery in Morrisville. Uh, North Country Donuts are superb in Morrisville. And we just partnered with Local Donuts from Woodbury, Vermont. Um, they source all locally and do really artisanal donuts. Um, so we had a lemon cream, we had maple, we had um, a berry. Brad, um, come on and- back. <laughs> Brad's leaving now. <laughs> yeah, and we we pre-sold over 200 donuts um, for yesterday. And so... Um, and that's like exactly what I'm talking about. We are so psyched to, to find companies like Local Donuts and um, just amazing artists. Um, and it's it's a husband-wife team, Nate and Nina, and just love love what they're doing. Um, so we're going to do that again in the near future, hopefully get on their calendar again and, and bring more delicious stuff to Elmore. So not on a daily basis, they'll be doing a pop-up. Local Donuts will be that's doing right. a pop-up yeah. there. Now, yep, what, what yep. about the uh, the chocolate chip cookies? Uh, are are those still intact? So, <laughs> so yes, we we bake probably I would say seventy five chocolate chip cookies a day, and we typically run out. Oh, um, yeah. 
And so, yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I would be lying if I said those that dough is made in house. We do bake it in house, but but we don't make the dough. Um, and and we're actually excited. We this is going to cause a stir. You talk about change, yeah. But the company that has been providing those that cookie dough for for Kathy for over you know almost thirty eight years yeah. um, went out of business. <gasps> Oh, no. I know. <laughs> no. What Just are you going to do? When he take over. You know, know. You know. Mike is um, Mike is busy enough doing the pulled pork for tomorrow. Now no, he's he got to really come is. up. And this guy, he's a furniture maker, and he, he teaches sculpture. Yeah. And now you got him making chocolate chip cookies. No, man, we are so excited. We found this this uh, Vermont company uh, called Cookie Love, um, and and uh, they, I know they give us a cookie dough. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have their their. There are cookies in the store. It's delicious. We love that. It's from Vermont. We're supporting their business. So cookies will continue. They're going to be just as delicious. Um, But, yeah, it will change a little bit. Yeah, well, well, you know what? A great product. And and i got to give you you a round of applause, both you and Mike, because uh, your commitment to to keeping – you know, the store local uh, by using as many local suppliers as you can. And certainly that's a challenge in the wintertime. You know, you can't get, well, you can. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that grow things under greenhouses and the like. But, uh, um, you know, it is a challenge. And, 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 and good luck to you going forward. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're we're really excited, and um, we can't thank uh, the Elmore community enough. We, it's been so, uh, we just felt so welcomed by everyone here and uh we really are just excited for what the future holds and and hope y'all will come and visit us well we absolutely will and i want to remind our listeners if if you've never seen the elmore store you can see a a good pretty good indication of it as we shot the uh, the video travels with charlie video there back in 2019 we shot it actually shot it brad right in front of the postal boxes inside the store and then i walked into the store after coming out of the lake Kate, you, you'll want to see this. Um, you know, we were talking about the plastic bag ban at the time, so they put a plastic bag, garbage bag, on me, and I literally came out of a lake wearing a plastic bag, went into the store, and of course, Warren Miller, the the owner at the time, looked at me just straight faced and said, "Haven't you heard? There's a plastic bag ban. You can't come in here." <laughs> That's funny. And then, and then out on the back deck, we uh, we finished up the interview on uh, on the back deck. So it's a great location. Just you know, friendly people. I know a number of people from uh, from Elmore. Of course, uh, you've got you know John Galemore. You've got Rusty Deweese in the area. That uh, you know, I know these guys are always ready and uh, and willing to help you out if you need it. Uh, but you've got a great community. Uh, you know, less than nine hundred residents. To, uh, to back you guys up on, on whatever you choose to do. And we look forward to, to getting out and, and, and meeting you, Kate. And, of course, uh, Mike, who's in the background doing the pulled pork for tomorrow. Now, do you do a special each day at the store? So we're just starting off with, with once a week on Tuesdays, our mm-hmm. hot lunch special. But we are uh, we do have a deli here that we're making uh, prepared sandwiches for the cooler. Um, so we always have those available um, and then, yeah, come check us out on Tuesday uh, and see what Mike cooks up each week. It's different. So. All right. So mm-hmm. 
Is there an Instagram account or a Facebook account that yeah. people can, uh, can check into? You know, back in the 1800s, yep. they, they used to send smoke <laughs> signals up, I think. But, uh. That's right. <laughs> um, yes, we're, we're on both Instagram and Facebook um, at the Elmore Store VT um, on Instagram and the Elmore Store on Facebook. And, um, yeah, please check us out. And, and we post there regularly. And, um, yeah, we can always uh, answer the phone, too. Um, uh, give us a call. Um, yeah, but that's that's where we're we're posting all the news. All right. Well, Kate, I know you know Mike's looking at you to to help uh, pull some of the pork there. So we're gonna we're gonna let <laughs> you go. And I know you got customers to wait on. Uh, Kate uh, Lookman and Mike Stanley, the new owners of the Elmore store, at Lake Elmore. They're right there on Route 12 in Vermont. Uh, scenic, scenic location. As you mentioned, the the one room, the last one room schoolhouse just across the street from them there. And if you're in the area, stop in and uh, check out the Elmore Mountain Bread, or if it's on a Tuesday, whatever the hot lunch special is. And certainly thank Mike and Kate for doing what they're doing and continuing the tradition. In 1800, uh, the store was built, and it's still there, and it hasn't changed much. Kate. Thank you so much for joining us here on Travels with Charlie. Thank you so much for for highlighting our store. We really appreciate it. All right. Uh, We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up here and maybe talk a little Super Bowl with you. You know, I love opening up the phone lines and seeing what the listeners have to say about Super Bowl Sunday, the commercials, the halftime show, whatever your thoughts. We are here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. When I'm on my travels throughout Vermont, I know where to stop for a fill-up, fresh-made sandwiches, snacks, hot coffee, or an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Jolly convenience stores. With over 40 in our area, there's always one nearby. And they're more than a quick stop. Proudly supporting local charities, community events, and our military. Jolly convenience stores. Home of the Daily Smile. Even behind that mask. Stop by today. You'll be glad you did. This one's going to take a little bit longer. Wait a minute. Stuck in the middle with you. Steelers wheel. There you go. Another one that you will not see on any Super Bowl halftime show in the near future. Welcome back to Travels with Charlie. So great to be with you here on WDEV. Thanks for joining us. Hey, before we move on again, uh, you know, a quick thank to the sponsors. You know, this program would not happen without the support of the sponsors of Travels with Charlie, Jolly Convenience Stores. If you're out traveling, you need a hot cup of coffee, you need a sandwich, or or, uh, you need to fill up your car, the place to go, any of the Jolly Convenience Stores, there's over 40 of them in the area. They do such a great job, but they also give back to the community, and that's why I like them. You know, they've got a daily, it's the home of the daily smile, even if it's underneath the mask. Casella Waste Systems, casella.com. Zero Sort Recycling, they've been helping to keep uh, that all out of the landfill for a long time. And, of course, Milne Travel American Express, they've been doing it since 1975. Their travel specialists search the lowest airfares via the databases exclusive to the travel industry, and they turn it over to you, MilneTravel.com. Okay. Uh, we've got a few minutes left here on Travels with Charlie, and, and one of the things that I've always enjoyed doing on uh, my radio programs is talking to the listeners. And nothing gets people riled up more than Super Bowl halftime shows and the, the greatest commercials of the half of the uh, the Super Bowl 
yesterday. What are your thoughts? 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. And Brad, we got to give a shout out to Casella Waste Systems had a number of ads on the uh, Super Bowl Sunday, and I thought they did a tremendous job explaining exactly what they do. You know, when you think about recycling, you just don't get it. You go, okay, I throw it in the bin, and they take care of it. There's a guy there. They're sorting this stuff out. Yeah, uh, and Mike Casella is just a great guy, and um, it's a family business, so they've been at it for so long. It's just amazing. So they've, they've seen it all, done it all, and just a great part of Vermont. So you probably one of the only people that did not see the the halftime show yesterday. You you taped it. He's got it on his VHS, folks. Uh, so when he gets home, he'll rewind it if somebody didn't re-record over it and 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 watch it. But your thoughts on the halftime show? It's certainly a generational thing, and we talked with Corum just a moment ago uh, when we opened up the show, and and his thoughts on it. And certainly, you know, not my cup of tea. Uh, I recognize some of the music. I, you know, production-wise, I thought I I just you know what amazes me the most about that is th- it's a halftime show, and in a, in the matter of six minutes, they set up a stage, they bring everybody out, they do the performance, they wrap it up, and next thing you know, they're back to the football game. How the heck do they do that? Other, you know, a, a group comes into uh, you know the the Champlain Valley Expo or any of the concert places. They're there 24 hours in advance. They're set. They're laying cable. They're setting the whole thing up. And these guys just boom, boom, boom. It had to be like Legos. I mean, these these units had to all be put together, and they probably just wheel them in and boom, there it goes. But my one big disappointment, and, and you know, maybe I'm losing my audience here. You know, any Snoop Dogg fans out there? Snoop Dogg should have arrived in a lowrider car, bouncing up and down. Now that would have made it. You know, he's just he's up on the top of the the deck there with Dr. Dre. Um, the cars bouncing around certainly would have made it. In, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, but what are your thoughts? Two four four seventeen seventy seven one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. And uh, you know, Brad, of course, um, has not seen the show. He'll be watching it when he heads home later on today, and of course, that'll be up on his blog. <laughs> Later, <laughs> I'm not with, sure I with, want to watch with, it now. <laughs> with, with his with his, his daily rundown of his his lambs that he's that he, how many lambs are you up to now? Well, we have eight uh, sheep. We have at least two that are going to uh, lamb in Mar- or March or April. Yeah. So we could have another uh, eight more. So do I, am I going to get my leg of lamb for Easter? I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, you'd have to face my daughter I, I with know her that. gun. So, yeah. that, that's not going to happen. Brad, before we break, just quickly, if you could, we've got a summit coming up, an opioid summit coming up on Thursday in Montpelier. This is something that you've worked on very hard. We've got a number of guests, and we're going to feature them on some future programs here on Travels with Charlie. But just quickly. Yeah, we just want to bring back to the top of the um, topic charts um, that opiate addiction and death in Vermont is huge. The fentanyl waste in is horrible, so uh, we're, we're going at it hard. All right, we'll have more on that in a future program coming up on the next show, February 28th, a discussion on instant runoff voting with former Burlington rep Kurt Wright. He lost a mayoral race to Bob Kiss because of Irv. We're going to get his thoughts on that all straight ahead next time. Keep it right here.